the college football experience, Purdue Boilermakers 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet, get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Yes, IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server. It is the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN Let It Ride. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. Boom! Throwing some newness at us there. I like I it. I love it. And you know, I'm going to boil up, boiler up, boiler up, baby. There you go. I'm excited to talk Purdue Boilermaker football. I am joined by my partner in crime, my co host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, up. Yes, we love Purdue. Yeah, we love Purdue. College football is the fucking best. You know, it's a shame we should go grab a shot of whiskey right now so we could take a Boilermaker we shot. We should do a Boilermaker, but shot you know slash what? drink, what have you. I swear, I mean, look. We'll be doing them all season. We will be doing them all season. You better believe it. Subscribe. Hopefully, you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to the college football experience. And Boilermaker fans, what are you doing? Subscribe to the college basketball experience. I, you know, they had a great year. I mean, I know kind of St. Peter's got them in the tournament, but Painter keeps keeps a good good staff there. You know, they keep winning. Oh yeah, they keep winning. Uh, we got you covered on the college basketball experience as well. We talk both year round. So subscribe. I mean, We've been doing this shit for years. Boilermakers gave me probably the closest I've ever had to a heart attack. Oh man, <laughs> Carson Edwards. Patty sees a Virginia Cavalier fan. If you didn't, yeah, know. sorry, so, sorry, Boilermakers out there. But that game was wild. That was that the game best was, game. That yeah. game was absolutely wild. What was that? Was that Sweet Sixteen? Elite Eight. Elite Eight. Oh my, jeez, that game. I, you, we shouldn't. Purdue fans probably hate us right now for yeah. bringing this up. But look, I love what Purdue's doing. Jeff Brom. I told Patty C a long time ago that I like that hire. 
and he's been working, you know, they won nine games last year, Patty C, you know, and even slow and steady wins the race. Even if you look at those nine wins, I mean, they had what two top 10 wins a season ago. Uh, they also what took down, they, they took Their down losses. Tennessee in the bowl game in that wild ass bowl game. Losses were at some very, very respectable programs. No, their schedule actually, I would argue. Uh, look, if you look at last year, the nine game conference schedule and then getting Oregon State and at Notre Dame. Yeah, and even you have to go to UConn as your yeah, reigning puff. national champions from the year before, <laughs> says the New York Times. Uh, Patty C. But look, I mean, short of the Ohio State game, I feel like they were okay, maybe the Wisconsin game, but the Minnesota game, the Notre Dame game, I think they were kind of in. I, th- I mean, that bowl game was just fucking bananas. I know there was a big call that was was wrong, but either way, that game was just fucking bananas. Um, Jeff Brown's done a great job, and I was on them yes last year. I did lock that up on the over because I knew the year before they were two and four in the COVID year, but they had lost all their games by like what seven, three, seven, and ten. So I knew they were much better than what we knew them to be. Yeah. And now comes a pivotal year because what Brom did, I think he improved that defense, but all of a sudden, and and they really improved last year, but Brad Lambert, their defensive coordinator is now with the wake wake forest demon Deacons. What a great hire by Dave Clawson. I think by the way, because Lambert in 2020 was with the Marshall thundering herb where they had the number one defense in the nation, mm. Bill Snyder guy, you know? Um, so that's something to monitor for this year. Lambert gone, Ron English in. Uh, we'll see what can happen here. Um, you think uh, English is a a good hire? He well, had could, not been. Well, I guess yeah, he's been here. He's been there for a year, so yeah. I mean, I I think it's I think it's a decent hire knowing that Lambert was gone. Yeah, obviously that's a blow. A little bit of a blow. We'll see though. Um, and, and uh, you know they had a, several players drafted this past year, so. Uh, yeah, they got? really brought this program up. Carl Laftis, a uh, couple offensive players. The Greek freak. That's right. And David then, Bell, he's gone. Uh, Xander. Xander Horvath. Oh, that guy's a legend. <laughs> uh, so here we are. It's a big year, but uh, let's just hop into it, man. Let's talk. But, but I mean, first, Patty C. This is the Purdue Boilermakers. Bob Greasy. Hey, Jim Everett. Hey, Drew Brees. They they churn out some quarterbacks. All right, is Aiden O'Connell next on that list of greats? You better believe it, buddy. Wow, bold statement. And I mean, Chris Dishman, Rod Woodson. Hey, do I need to go on? Let me spin this hat around. Ryan Bert. Kerrigan, right? Is Kerrigan there? Kerrigan? Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was, was pretty right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you go Roosevelt Colvin. No. Go back in the days. Let me get my Rod. Woodson Mel Gray. Right. Huh? Mel Gray, he's got the Steeler hat on now. He's rocking this. I was thing. just watching Mel Gray highlights the other at, at he some was point. A baller. He was the yeah. leading uh kick returner in NFL history at some point in his career. Dude, so he I was and he played in the USFL for like three years. Really? Yeah. He was on the uh, LA Express was, with Steve Young. You know what was great yeah. about him? I saw him against like half his highlights were against the Green Bay Packers. I can imagine being a Packers fan back he was then. Like, just like, this bastard. Yeah, three times a year he's returning a kickoff for a touchdown against us. Purdue has some explosive players. They David do. Bell was really explosive. Well, they look, I'm going to get to it, but Brom is back. What do you make of Jeff Brom year? Five, this will be year six. He's 28 and 29 in five years, but considering what he inherited, just trash season after trash season, I think he's done a fantastic job. I think he's got this program in a much better state than they were. And I think, uh, you know, I think he's an underrated coach, Patty C. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
the thing about them is the offense often passes the eye test. You know, they move the ball. I mean, what Rondell Moore, remember they yeah. had him? He was a fucking Gosh, beast. What he did yeah. to uh, Ohio State. It seems like they get a couple, like, or at least one or two explosive receivers at a time. Well, and that's going to be the question this year. We will hop into it. Uh, last year, though, Brian Brom is the offensive coordinator. That's the younger brother, both quarterbacks from Louisville back in the day. And uh, 59th in scoring offense, 127th in rush offense. What? Got to mm. run the ball. They're doing some Mike Leach stuff here. Yeah, flinging Shout the ball. Shout out around. to our boy, Mike Leach. But uh, fifth in the nation at passing the ball. Charting at thirty third for best offense in America, Patty. Very Mike Leach, Leach ish. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to say. It is. Uh, the the uh, running back had five hundred. Uh, who is that? Um, leading running back was uh, King Duru. Yeah, great name. Five hundred thirty three yards and two touchdowns. You got to put the ball in the end zone a little more on the ground. I think the ground game is going to be better this year. And I think it might be more of an emphasis of doing his first couple of years. I think he did it more. We'll see if he goes back to it, but Aiden O'Connell is back at quarterback, Patty C and minus CJ Stroud. I think you can make a case. He's the best quarterback in the big 10. You know, you can obviously make the case that based on his stats, like we said, 3,700 passing yards, 28 touchdowns, 11 picks, uh, 72% completion percentage. But is that a product of the system? Well, regardless, I mean, can you tell me that there's flat out a better quarterback in the Big Ten? Yeah, I don't. Tanner think Morgan, can... you can make the argument. I think I probably Stroud, go... obviously. no, no. I said oh, you said yeah, Stroud, okay, my, with the exception. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, no, I don't think you can, and I don't know that you could put Petrus in this system. And no, he you couldn't put, put Petrus. In, couldn't put Mertz. Yeah, yeah. Look, put Petrus out at the the front of the store because there's a lawn chair special <laughs> for five dollars. Uh, four or five starters are back on the offensive line. The run game has to be better because of that. Four or five starters back. That's huge. Aiden O'Connell back. Tight end Payne Durham's back. The guy's a fucking beast. Nice. Uh, wide receivers they take some hits. Com- uh, a couple months ago we thought, hey, Milton Wright is back. He's the next Roundell Moore slash David Bell. He's academically ineligible as far as I know. He's not going to be playing football for Purdue this year. He's not on the team right now. But this could all change by the time you listen to this episode. I think that's something to highlight. Wide receiver Brock Thompson is also back, uh, and King Daru is back. So there's that. I think the offense is going to be fine, personally, and I think the run game actually will improve. Let me ask you this. Yeah, T.J. Sheffield, not listed as a starting receiver, but third in the conference in yards per return as a punt returner, seven point eight yards per return. Was good for 36 catches for 325. Could he be, you know, sounding like an explosive player? There's a few. I think that's one to, to monitor. And I think they went out in the portal and they got a few guys. Um, but this offense, I think, is gonna be it's gonna be rolling. And and I'll have you know, Patty C, before we even like, I don't know, we'll talk about it later. Uh La- Brad Lambert's gone on the defensive side of the ball. Ron English is the guy now. They were 34th in total defense last year. I'm sorry, in uh in scoring defense last year, they were uh, 77th in rush defense. They were 33rd in pass defense, charting at 48th in total defense. That's a top 50 defense with a top what 30 offense. Pretty fucking good for Jeff Brom and what and the Boilers. Yeah. Uh, they, Reflected in the uh, in the record. Yeah, yeah. Two of four back on the defensive line, led by uh, uh, Kaijin Drink uh, Jenkins. I'm sorry, I can't talk. Uh, two or three linebackers back, led by Kyron Douglas. Two of four in the secondary back, led by safety Cam Allen. 
So you're bringing six back on defense. You got your kicker and punter back. Little bit of concern because do you have that losing five on a on a defense? Because the year before their defense was not very good. Makes you wonder how how's the depth? How's the depth with no. this defense? Can it can it get to this next well, level? Some of the publications we were reading were saying that defense was kind of the, one of the strong suits last year and. Yeah. Will it took to, some big hits? Took some big hits. Yeah. So we'll see. It looks to be again though. There's. I hope so. I, I'm thinking maybe. Um, not I, a ton of love on the preseason all conference though. I'm. That's the way Brown likes it. I think. Yeah. Think that's Under the way the radar. he likes it. Uh, look, we're gonna talk transfer portal. We're gonna talk recruiting rankings. We're gonna talk uh, what Las Vegas expects from the Boilermakers. Even though if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see it right now. Subscribe to the College Football Experience on YouTube. Um, but we will have you covered for all of that. Um, but uh, first, I got to get us paid. All right. I got to tell you that the college football experience, Purdue Boilermakers preview, is brought to you by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNNBET to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN. They're offered 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes. Make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. All right. I'm on Purdue week one. Come sweat that bet out with me in the discord here. Just go to sports slash discord. We're also brought to you by odds trader. Yes. Odds trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also uh, compete uh, or I'm sorry, compare with uh, essentially compete, uh, compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to see which can give you the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected uh, game day weather for for betters. You know, you know those betters that make the most informed bets possible. What it's it's raining at Soldier Field? No, you can't take. The, uh, and by the way, they're talking about doing a dome over there. Isn't that the most ridiculous fucking thing you've ever heard in your life? Unbelievable. That is just pathetic. That is, I'm out. The I'm good out. Folks that, in West yeah. Lafayette would never put a dome yes, over that. Yes, you stadium. don't. Football is made was made to be played outdoors. It's ridiculous. Uh, anyway, you got to check out Odds Trader. All right, go to OddsTrader.com/slash/bluewire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, we are back talking boiler, uh, boiler up, boiler up, Patty C. Boom. Uh, football here and uh, this this transfer portal. I'm gonna say low key great fucking job by for the most part. There's a couple little hits. Okay. I'm a big fan of this running back Kobe Lewis from Central Michigan that's coming in. Kobe Lewis tore his ACL last year. I believe it was his ACL. Either way, he was out for the year, right? Yeah. The year prior, this guy was a DFS god for me at Central Michigan, right? He's a stud. I'm telling you. The guy can play. If he's back at 100%, I think he's going to help this offense a lot. Very nice. We pull up uh, Kobe Lewis, thousand yard back yeah. uh, in 2019. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He can play. He can play. Uh, they also got four star from Penn State, who they open up against defensive lineman Cole Bra- Brevard. I mean, that's 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 a good get. Always nice to grab a four star. They got cornerback Reese Taylor from the Indiana Hoosiers. Ooh, <laughs> where's? I feel like that one in particular, Purdue and Indiana really don't get along. That's what I'm saying. 
hell's happening in the world? That's disgusting. Well, it's gonna get a little worse. What do you got but, for me? But a little. But if you're a Purdue fan, it's getting great. Yeah. But as a fan of college football with these rivalries, uh, Iowa, their best receiver, Tyron Tracy, transferred to Purdue in division. And how about this, Iowa? Their Big Ten, the Big Ten return specialist of the year last year, Charlie Jones. Transferred to Purdue. Wow. <laughs> Wait, that's me... what I'm saying. Their wide receiver position, in my opinion, is fine because we talked about the couple uh, that are still there from last year. And you add in Tracy, you add in Charlie Jones. Dang, yeah, he had 25 yards per kick return. So basically, they got they got Tim Dwight. They went out and got Tim Dwight. They got the yeah. number three kick return punt returner and the number one kick returner. They're gonna be. That's a difference maker. That's what I'm saying. They also got wide receiver Elijah Canyon from Auburn. I'm telling you, I think they did great in the portal. They also got cornerback D Dent or T Denson from uh, Kansas State. They also got offensive lineman Sione uh, Finahu from the airport, Florida International. Patty C. I think those receivers, and I think Kobe Lewis. If uh, if he's healthy, I, I need to know that he's a hundred percent healthy. Yeah. But I remember watching these match and Tuesday, Wednesday games. And I know you could say, Oh, it's different in the big 10. Sometimes you pop off screen and it doesn't matter if you're in the match. He popped off screen. Yes. You? Yes. I mean, uh, what's, what's the receiver, the crazy receiver for the Steelers. Antonio Bryant was a Mac wide out. You can go. You There's other Antonio examples of Brown. Yeah. Antonio Brown. Yeah. yeah. yeah not Antonio Bryant. Um, uh, I think I'm Martavius Bryant. Um, Lots of lots of, or was one of those guys. Um, and Tony Bryan was a wide receiver from Pitt. Okay, okay, not gotcha. the Steelers from the Pitt Panthers. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Central Michigan. I mean, when he was there, thousand yards in twenty nineteen, but only played six games in twenty twenty, and then last year injured. Is yeah, that what it was? Uh, yeah, for the year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So was he injured two years? Oh, it was COVID. Yeah, it's COVID. Okay. COVID. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so uh, only one season missed. That's not terrible. I think the guy can play. Yeah. And I think he, uh, he's the type of player that to me can fit in this. If, uh, if he's a hundred percent from what I like, I could see Brom getting creative with him because he's kind of a dual threat. I think. Yeah. Um, Looks like he's got a little bit of a nose for the end zone. 12 touchdowns rushing. That's probably more than all Purdue had combined. And that was in one season. All of last year, so boom, get him the rock and those wideouts, man. Getting the Auburn kid and the two kids from Iowa, uh, I'm telling you, I think the offense probably better. And imagine, imagine if I mean that's a big if, but if Milton Wright is somehow academically eligible back, uh, you know, in in August or something, I don't know. Maybe he's out for the whole year. It seems like everything I read says you know he's, he's not with the though. team, mm. but you know it's college football. Yeah. Shit can change. Yeah, that's Come true. On. It, it, it matters if Brown wants to pull the Barry Switzer out and go. You know what? Braids look fine to me. Yeah. <laughs> Got to talk to administration, right? That's the Louisville in him uh, doing its magic. I, I don't come here to study. I come here to study. Studying sucks. Studying <laughs> really sucks. Patty C. Uh, you know what? What's One that? thing we didn't mention too uh, Mitchell Finneran, um, third most field goal attempts made last year uh, in the whole nation, um, and 83%. Another special teams X factor that. That's what I'm saying. Uh, now the portal, I got to hit on what they lost. Cause after they got Kobe Lewis, yeah. uh, a month later, Samson James, who was a four star, who was originally from, went to Indiana, transferred into Purdue. Yeah. He hit the portal. Let me talk to Samson. All mm. right. He's out. He's <laughs> in the portal. Currently safety. Marvin Grant went to the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, cornerback. Anthony uh, Rumpf went to Western Michigan. Defensive lineman Bryce Austin went to Western Michigan. Defensive lineman Jeff Marks in the portal. Linebacker Khalil Sanders portal. 
uh, cornerback Elijah Ball portal, offensive tackle Dave Manat, the third in the portal, defensive lineman Dante Hunter to the Ohio Bobcats. Uh, Jack Plummer to Cal. That was a big one because depth at quarterback Plummer is going to be the starting quarterback there in Berkeley. Um, if he's not dropping acid, uh, <laughs> Anthony Watts, defensive lineman to Marshall. That is a, quite a hit to the depth at quarterback there. And and running back Jaquez Cross to Arkansas State, and linebacker Christian Long in the portal. Running back Mar- Marcellus Moore in the portal. I still think they won the portal. It's a, a huge win. Yeah. Um, Looking, I mean, twenty seventh nationally in terms of incoming uh, portal talent. I think those receivers are going to be good, dude. I think so too. And you put them in with that offense. Hello. Now say this is a weird thing though. Despite being twenty seventh nationally in the transfer portal, eighth within the conference. Wild. The Big Ten. Who's using the Michigan hell? State? They do it every year. They did it last year. They were like some what Michigan. Off the top of my head, I would just think Michigan State. Ohio State brought in a couple defensive yeah. guys. Um, you wouldn't think Iowa would be necessarily doing it, or maybe Minnesota did. I think. Yeah, PJ I think Flex did seems that preview. a little. Yeah, uh, I don't know who else, man. Wisconsin, maybe. I don't know. I got to check it out. PJ Flex on whippersnapper. I can see Maryland loading up. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I wonder Indiana if that's a trend. loading up with Basilac. I could see that. I, I wonder if that's a trend moving forward, though. That like the Big Ten and maybe the SEC completely dominating the. Uh, Transfer portal, but still like having so much competition, just because they have the money. It is interesting. We saw Greg Schiano today t- was, I guess, talking uh, Rutgers football uh, at a rally or something. He was saying, "Guys, we need to raise a lot more money because if not, uh, he goes." I had two guys. I think he said that opted to stay with Rutgers, but they were offered money to to transfer. Yeah, and and uh, he said, you know, if we don't if we don't get money together and, and create some type of nil deal. Next year we're going to be sitting ducks. Yeah. Like our best players will be sitting ducks for the top schools. So yeah, if something you're a, to keep in mind. If you're a talent development kind of team, NIL does not bode well for you, um, unless you can really get them to stick around. Um, that's a culture thing. But even money talks, baby. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, though, man. I mean, NIL. Look, West Lafayette's got opportunities. I, 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 you know, there's. It might not be New York City, but trust me, there's there's businesses there. They NIL can work wherever. Yeah, it's and just, you got a fun, explosive offense, and you get a guy, you get these skill position guys in trying to make their shine for the league, and be, make it a revolving door. They yeah. come in, they get their shine, and then boom, onto the NFL. Well, talk to me about recruiting rankings, Petty C. <laughs> this team uh, wildly inconsistent. Um, last five years: 52, 26, 34, 72, 47. Um, so in a two-year period, they went from 26 to 72. Um, within that same two-year pe- year period within the conference, they went from fifth to 14th, dead last. So um, you don't know what you're getting from year to year. Their uh, f- composite rank is kind of bouncing around too. So a little bit of a lack of consistency. I think that almost is. I don't know though, because uh, Brom I feel like has been relatively consistent as far as a re- from a record standpoint. If we're looking at his, uh, I'm going the wrong direction here. His overall record, are we talking about seven and six, six and seven, four and eight, two and four, nine and four. So going from two and four to nine and four, it's a little inconsistent. Well, two and four, those are all close losses, man. I'm telling you, that's why I was on them last year. Like, yeah, I I knew that that like that. Sometimes you see that, and that happen that could happen this year. I mean, but that could happen to. Normally, that just means you're a lot better of a team than your record, and and uh, I doubt that that happens twice. You know, that's why I faded Michigan State this year. But 
I think a lot has to do with the schedule. So that certainly, certainly. So let's hop into it. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the sweet ass graphics there. Shout out to the SGPN graphics team putting together this fine work. Uh, the win total sitting at seven and a half. Uh, the odds on that though, the under at minus one forty, the over at plus one ten. Basically, Las Vegas telling you that they think the Purdue Boilermakers are going to go seven and five. Patty C, let's hop into it. Week one. This I think might be the game that hits you on the over. <laughs> so, so I'm going to go ahead and say this: if you bet the over on Purdue, you should also bet this game. Probably double the amount of what you put in on the <laughs> over because uh, this is a huge one. Thursday night, Rose Aid Stadium. Ross Aid. I'm sorry. I can't fucking read. I can't talk. I'm nothing over here. All right. <laughs> Penn State comes in. Uh, what are we doing, Patty? See, you know, we just did the Penn State preview. I took Purdue. You did take 37 34. Boilermakers storm the field. This place is going to be rocking. I was very tempted, very tempted to take Purdue. But Purdue hasn't beaten Penn State. Since 2002, at all. Well, no, I think 03 the first time or the last time, but in in West Lafayette since 02, I believe. Wow, yeah, that was when they were actually pretty decent under what Tiller. Yeah, um, better years, but maybe maybe our guys getting them back to where they need to go. I took Penn State, but it's really like a 50 50 game. Game's game. awesome. This in the backyard brawl are gonna be on at the same time. College football is the fucking best. I mean, if Aiden O'Connell is chucking the ball all over the field, the home crowd is going to be a big factor there. They're going to be excited Thursday night. I mean, I almost want to lean Purdue, but you just never, you, you TMZ Pat. Well, the record right speaks for itself a little bit. TMZ Pat making an it's been right 20 now. years <laughs> since they beat him. Come on. Uh, well, the sycamores of Indiana state. Play. They come into West Lafayette, Patty C. In state showdown. Yeah, I like this. Uh, who are you taking this one? Gotta go, Boilermakers. Choo choo. I'm quickly trying to pull up uh, when the, when is the uh, the last time these teams have they first played in 1926. All right, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And but guess what? Purdue's owned them every time they've ever played. Uh, so. I'm gonna take Purdue to win that again. Uh, so two and zero. Let me let me tell you something. What's that? Quick little side story here. My favorite little golden book story when I was a kid was Tootle. Right? It's a story. It's the worst story. I'm sorry. It doesn't completely irrelevant to uh, <laughs> Purdue here. The <laughs> whole the story fuck? is about the the train wanted to get off the track and go play in the grass, and they told him get back on the track. And that was the moral of the story. Is like stay stay on the track. But it's like don't don't go have fun. So <laughs> so Purdue should stay on the track. Purdue should go have fun and stay on the track. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't is know that what analogy. I, I don't know what I'm talking uh, about. I just thought about Tootle. I got him two and zero, oh, and then they head. It's no longer the Carrier Dome. Regardless, if Syracuse wanted to get good at football, they should probably get rid of the dome because that's their fucking advantage being pretty much in Canada, um, and the whole CFL plays outdoors. But. Uh, J M a wireless dome, Patty C. This is a <laughs> sneaky spot for me. I'm, I'm taking Purdue. It's risky, man. It is the dome. They, they, that, that dome gets a little loud. I feel what like did Syracuse really do last year though. They were five and seven. Did they have any games that were really, they the, played what took weight. You know who they time? hired an offensive coordinator, hmm. Robert Anal. and I from yeah, UVA. Anai, is that how I, pronounce I think it? so. Yeah. 
yeah. Well, look at that dome last year. They took Wake Forest to overtime and they, lost they by missed three. A field goal to, to tie Clemson. Yeah, only lost by three. To this Clemson. is a sneaky spot for my. I'll say beat uh, look. Boston College there. <laughs> this is a sneaky spot. Yeah, I'm taking you, Purdue. You better be careful, but I'm taking Purdue. Purdue too. But so I got them three and zero, oh, and then the Florida Atlantic Owls. Who? Who? Who, who are going to get beat down? But once again, tread lightly. They're a talented team. They were mm. five and seven, but I think this is his most talented team. Purdue takes them down. I think Purdue gets them swimming pretty easily. Four and zero through September. Wow. This place, I mean, the whole town's going to be talking. Three and, and one for old Patty C. Then they head to Huntington Bank Stadium. The last time they played at Minnesota, they were robbed with a, just a fucking terrible. Uh, I think it was pass interference call. Yeah, or it might have been. I think they called an offensive pass interference on a on a play. On if memory serves me correct, either way, I know it was a terrible call. Uh, I'm taking Minnesota to win this though. This is one of the more fun games from a offensive firepower standpoint. We're going to see this year, especially in the big 10 West. Uh, I'm taking Minnesota. Uh, they get back to back away. They head to college park, Maryland, Patty C look, they're winning one of these road games. I mean, between Syracuse and Maryland on the road, I feel like I want to give them a loss between those two. You know? No, I don't know. Maryland hasn't beaten a good team since, since what? Boomer Esiason. Look, I'm handing them a loss. I'm handing them a <laughs> loss between Syracuse and Maryland. So you're definitely on the under. I think that's what that means. I got them at three and three. Uh, I got them at Patty C. What if I told you I have them sitting here at five and one, and they host the Nebraska Cornhuskers? And guess what, Patty C. Nebraska gets them. Mm. Nebraska might get them. Five and two for me. I'll say four and three at this point. Then they head to Camp Randall, jump around Patty C because I got uh, the Badgers taking them down. Yeah, most likely. Five and th- wait, one, two, three, four, five, five and three for me. Yeah, that's not right. Uh, a bye week, and then they host the Iowa Hawkeyes. Key. Thing is that they host them. Yeah. If that offense is definitely going to win a shootout, if they can get Iowa to uh, try and have a little track meet with them. Um, uh, what if I told you, Patty? See, the last two matchups, the Boilermakers have won, and they've won four of five. Wow. Uh, I'm on I, Purdue. I guess I got to get on Purdue there. Yeah. Yeah. If it was in Iowa City, I would say maybe, but I, I think I got to take Purdue here. So six and uh, six and three, six freedom. and three for me. I got him at five and four. And then they head to Memorial Stadium to take on the Fighting Illini. This is an interesting matchup because I'm taking Purdue, but I'm very nervous about this. <laughs> I just feel like they're the type of team. If, if imagine how cold it is in champagne. Yeah. Bielma's run heavy offense, just slicing and dicing Slowing them down. Yeah. I'm taking Purdue though. I'm taking Purdue as well. So I got him. What you got him seven and seven. And All three. we need is one win. Guess what? It ain't going to happen here. Pat Fitzgerald upset special. I like it. I think they're going to take an L somewhere in this last three, maybe. And then I think they beat the Indiana Hoosiers. Or certainly somewhere in the last four. I'm taking the over. Eight and four season for Jeff Brom. Seven am and I, five. Am I betting this? Not a chance in hell. But look, I'm going to make a point, Patty C. Yeah. That if they beat Penn State, 
Where is the outright? Okay, that's Wisconsin. Super manageable. They avoid Ohio State and Michigan and Michigan State. You might this team right. could win, dude. This could be a perfect. This could be a great season in West Lafayette. You might be right. Maybe I got to take the over on this. You switching? Are I you think, switching? I think I'm switching. Wait, wait. I mean, uh, I think tide turning. I see. As I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of. Tur- it's easy to see a tide turn. Patty sees on the over. I'm on the over. I'm telling you, this Penn State game's That's gigantic. It. Yeah. it is absolutely gigantic. Let's pack the place. Let's get the dub. All right, folks. Subscribe. Choo-choo, baby. Yeah, boiler up, baby. Subscribe to the college football experience. Also remember, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Also remember, subscribe on YouTube. And folks, if you go give us a five-star review on iTunes, which we'd certainly appreciate, and we think we deserve it, but you know, we've been wrong before. Uh look, take a screenshot of that review. Find us on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Show us that review. Uh, and we'll send you a college football experience t-shirt. It'll look like that pennant. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. You can also send it to me there. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. We are the college football and college basketball experience. We've been doing this for years. Subscribe, tell a friend, check out the sports gambling podcast. They're going through all the NFL teams. All right. So if you're a Colts fan, if you're a Browns fan, if you're a bears fan, check out that they're going team by team, all 32 teams, win total, stuff like that. And go check out all, all of our other episodes with our great guests. Phil Steele was just on the show talking uh, college football with us. Mike Leach, been a longtime friend of ours, uh, just on the show. We had Pat McAfee. So check out all oh, those yeah. episodes. Come on. And the Discord channel. All right. Sports Gambling Podcast. Come sweat out some bets with us, even if you're not even this betting. This is going to be so fun on it the is. Discord channel. I can't wait, man. I cannot wait for this Boilermaker game uh, on September 1st, Thursday night. Oh, yeah. Um, Check out that. Check out the app, SGPN, all of our other shows. I don't know what else you guys are into. NBA gambling podcast. All right. Pacers. Pacers fans might, might dig that. MLB gambling podcast. Maybe you're a Cubs fan. I don't know. I don't know. Reds. Probably. Reds, maybe. Cincinnati. Indians. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Subscribe. All right. Check out all that good stuff. All right, folks. This is the college football experience. Purdue Boilermaker style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name. Our, our, our coaching did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked. It's easy to see a tide turn. Because when you're at East...